Welcome back to episode 138 of the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat everything Marvel and more. Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. This is Lorraine Sink, host and writer of Thwip, the Big Marvel Show, and the Marvel Minute. And we have a very, very special guest, David Winham from Marvel's Iron Fist. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be with you. So, Iron Fist is out. So, those people are listening to this at home. They've either binged all the entire series, they're literally sitting there and they're like, now they're going to listen to this podcast. So before that, you really couldn't talk much about your character. But now that they know a little bit more about your character, who is Harold Meacham? Exactly. Who is Harold? <laughs> he, he's a complicated inv- individual. He's um, a man uh, who, obviously, you know, he's a very powerful individual. He's the head of this uh, multi-billion dollar corporation. Um, he's a man who loves power. Um, and obviously, he's been um, captive for a number of years, but still wants to control that empire. And for me, the fascinating thing was um, what motivates somebody like that? Um, When you have so much wealth and power, um, why do you want more? I just found that sort of, you know, objectively an interesting sort of um, question. Uh, And then also the interesting thing from a a dramatic perspective is the the relationship with his his uh, his kids um, Ward and and Joy and the complications there. So as you were sort of researching CEOs, you know we know of so many CEOs. There's such celebrities sort of in our world now, like Richard Branson and Bill Gates. Were there any CEOs that you sort of looked to and you were like, oh, that's like an interesting personality to draw from, or did you try to kind of create it from within yourself? A, a little bit of both, actually. I was I was inspired by a couple who I won't actually mention. Um, <laughs> uh, Secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I did actually find fascinating, and those those individuals also do have kids and whatever, and the the whole dynamic within their family Mm -hmm. fascinated me independent of actually doing um, this series Um, but then because of the real the the peculiarities of Harold and what happens within that world Mm -hmm. and all the you know really quite bizarre um, stuff that happens in that world that is so far removed from our reality Mm -hmm. obviously I had to invent a completely different type of Harold because you know extraordinary things have Mm -hmm. happened to Harold that um, the the billionaire CEOs that we're aware of I, I don't think have <laughs> occurred. Did you do any research by like, you know, getting a private jet, like (laughs) getting like a nice hotel on the side of the mountain? Yeah, no, I asked Marvel to buy me a private jet. (laughs) Buy me a private jet and I had use of it for two weeks. Uh, No. But the great great thing about doing it is is the fact that that set that they made of um, Harold sort of lair, if you like, is that huge apartment on the top of, you know, a building on top of another one, um, was the most amazing set to to work in. And I think it's one of the biggest that Marvel TV have built. And it was 
incredible. So you just walked in there and you could lose yourself in there. You could, you know, you could easily imagine moving in. Um, and even just the, the tiniest bits of set decoration was so, so fantastic. Mm. The attention to detail on these programs is pretty, pretty extraordinary, actually. So I was walking around looking at stuff and thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. Maybe I'd do that in my apartment. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but in a much cheaper way um, <laughs> or get the set decorators to help me. But, um, yeah. So a man of style and taste. Uh, mm, oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned before your children, who are played by Jessica Stroop and Tom Pelfrey. Uh, what was it like sort of building that relationship with them as actors? Oh, it was fantastic. Most of the first, I think about the first half of the um, this series, I think the only actor I worked with, with was Tom. Oh. And they were just... They were fantastic days because he's a yeah he's a really really strong, fantastic, um, generous actor to work with. So we we had a really great time um, working together. And then uh, Jessica, I can't remember what episode for memory um, we started doing stuff together but it was t towards the back end and that was fantastic to finally mm -hmm. finally do something with um, with with his daughter. Um, yeah, considering that he. She was obviously a, a, a big presence within his life and he gets mm -hmm. the opportunity to see her once very briefly when he's allowed to through a window, but then when he actually has the opportunity to sit down with his daughter and tell her what's happened over the past 15 years, it was pretty cool. I would say that for Iron Fist, there's two like prominent women um, that mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. very excited, you know, for, for fans to see, obviously Colleen Wing yep. and Joy. Like, yeah. I mean, what was it like working, being able to see more women be introduced to the Marvel Universe? Oh, terrific, because it's obviously representative of, you know, the real world. And both those characters are fantastic. They're, they're strong women. Um, you know, Joy, you know, Colleen obviously has her physical um, prowess and abilities, but Joy is like, you know, she's a smart, smart person who is running this corporation. Um, she's no dummy and she's no pushover. She's fantastic. She's an inspiration. Uh, and she's a complex character as well. She has lots of different layers. She's um, torn between uh, being motivated by, by business and money, but also there is a moral core to, to her character, which makes her really, you know, dramatically fantastic to, to watch. You know, we, we got to talk on Twip, the big Marvel show, and you mentioned that on the show that, you know, you sort of expected different things from Ward than you did from Joy as Harold, of course. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think was the sort of gender dynamic inside of Harold? Is he like kind of old school in that way? I, yeah, I'd have to say yes. I, I think he is. I think he's a you know a throwback to the the past, mm -hmm. where um yeah, it, he he wants to see his son as a vision of himself. Mm -hmm. um, he you know it, and he's disappointed that a he looks different, and um, he acts differently, and he doesn't seem to have the same sort of outlook that Harold does. I, yeah, I think he is old school like that without a doubt. Um, yeah, he could do with you know he could be, do with being brought up to up to speed a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's probably we'll, the least of his problems <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him in a gender studies course it'll be fine yeah exactly exactly fine. yeah weekend course quick one <laughs> so when you were first sort of interviewing uh, you know like for this being a role you've been mm. part of prominent fandom roles before oh, like yeah. did this did any of those preparing for the insanity of that did that prepare you for the marvel universe i don't know it's different i think um I've got to say, I feel extremely lucky to be given the opportunity to enter into um, the Marvel Universe. I remember a phone conversation with Jeff Loeb, who's the head of Marvel Television and, you know, a legend in his own mm -hmm. right there. Um, he, 
he spoke at length over the phone this particular day, about half an hour, and he described what Marvel means to, to him and what the shows are like and what, um, what you know, everything about them. At the end of it, he said, and I was in Sweden at the time, I think, he said, I just can't wait to meet you and say... Welcome to Marvel. And I thought that was a really cool thing, actually. I thought, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a small club in a way, people who have been invited to be part of it, and I feel very special. I, I would say that we're definitely a family. Uh, yeah. that's, that's the way I was. I've been working for Marvel for 11 years now, and mm-hmm. every time we include one more of you into our family, you know, the family's larger, but it's still a community at the end of the day. So. Yeah, and the great thing is about um, Marvel as well, and it does sort of cross over into other sort of, you know, things like, you know, Lord of the Rings or whatever. They, they are very, very inclusive of the fan base um, and really, really respective of the, of the fan base, which is fantastic. Well, we're just about at our end of our time now, but if you could just tell fans anything you'd like them to know about the series or uh, anything you'd like to say unto them. Oh, look, uh, imagine, wow, that's a, that's a big one. Uh, I've got to say, look, it's just been a thrill to be part of it. Um, it's, uh, I, you know, if you meet me in the street, pull me up and I'm quite prepared to have a conversation mm-hmm. in depth with you about um, specifically Harold Meacham because he's such a, a fascinating character who um, hopefully by the end you begin to understand him a little bit more um, than you did at the start. But, you know, he's a strange one. <laughs> Where can fi- fans find you on Twitter? Uh, oh, I, I can't even remember my Twitter handle, actually. <laughs> that, yeah. I'm shocking at Twitter. I use it to get a whole heap of information, but I hardly ever tweet. Maybe I'll change. I think it's Wenham David. There you go. You guys go find him on Twitter. Tweet at him. Tell him what you think of the show. And then maybe he'll have to tweet back. <laughs> there you go. I will. <laughs> well, make sure everyone tunes in to Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix, streaming now. We'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>